nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast from Doug Ground Up Productions with hosts Lady Miz and Ray. This, 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 this is a universal platform and there is nothing off limits. We talk about it all and we keep it real. This is a no judgment zone. So come, so as, you come are. as you are. If you are a professional, entertainer, author, comedian, entrepreneur, or just someone who wants to get something off their chest, well, let your voice be heard here on From the Ground Up Productions. Sponsorship and other opportunities are available from The Ground Up Productions. Turning nothing into something. There's only one way to go from here. Here. And now, here are your hosts, Lady Miz and yes, Ray. Yes, yes, y'all. It's your girl, Lady Miz, and my co-host. Double R. You already know what it is. You are tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions. And like I tell y'all every time we in the building, it's only one way to go. From here, y'all. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Today, we got a super dope independent artist. You know what I'm saying? He is basically is being a trailblazer right now. And I really appreciate what this brother is doing with his music, what he's doing with the kids in his area. I want y'all to get to know him. His name is Skip. So let's bring on Skip to the show. Yeah, how y'all doing? What's going on? What's going chilling, on? Chilling. How you doing, brother? Everything is good. Everything good. Just riding the wave, you know. Right on for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, you're doing big things out there. We see that you got a lot going on. So listen, definitely uh, trailblazing right now. And I want the people to get to know a little bit about you. So why don't you tell the people where you're from and what you do? Yeah. So my name is Skip. That's spelled S-K-Y-P-P. Born and raised in Indianapolis, Indiana, which is kind of a, like, you know, a city that's not known for its urban and hip hop community. But we're trying to bring a change to that, you know. So I'm a hip hop artist, a hip hop pioneer in the city. Of course, it's been hip hop before me, but, you know, I've been able to do some groundbreaking things coming from Indianapolis, Indiana. So I'm just trying to push the momentum, you know what I mean, and, and raise the bar for my fellow artists in the city and uh, even the independent artists outside of the city, you know, who may be dealing with the same struggles as Indianapolis. But that's, that's what's, what's up. up. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, you're doing a great job, yo. I just want to tell you, we looked through your stuff, seeing everything that you got going on. So definitely want to shout you out for that. You know, got that entrepreneurship yeah. spirit, you know what I mean? And we're going to talk about all that. Um, so how long have you been doing music? Let's go. Let's go a little bit farther back to know what inspired you and who inspired you. Yeah. Uh, so growing up, you know, my, my mom and her, uh, her, her ex-husband, her, my stepdad, um, they played a lot of hip hop in the house. They was really, they was really into hip hop. My mom played a little bit of R&B, but she was like into Too Short. She loves some Too Short. She loved Eminem, Tupac. Like, you know, she played a lot of rap music. My stepdad was more into the down south, like Scarface and Mystical. And, uh, you know, he was into that. So I got a big, a big range of music. You know, I was exposed to that coming up. My favorite one that I picked from all of their uh, all of their frequent artists was Tupac. It was my favorite one for sure. You know what I mean? All right. Um, but as I grew into like a wordsmith, I wouldn't even say I was a rapper yet. I was just writing stuff, writing down my feelings and stuff. Because in my household, we didn't talk a lot. You know what I mean? My mom was real strict. 
and it wasn't really it wasn't really many conversations to be had. It was you get a whooping or you get a pat on the back. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> uh, so I wrote I wrote down my uh, my thoughts and my my feelings a lot. And uh, over time, you know, rap music started getting real big. You know what I mean? I'm just like, man, I already got all this stuff, bro. I know I could do this rap stuff for real. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and dove into it. I didn't I didn't actually spit a verse into high school. And that's oh, when, okay. Yeah, I, I was writing all through middle school, but when I got to high school. I met my buddy, his name was Woogie. Uh, he was the same way as me, like he was writing all these raps, but never rapped it. And then um, I th- it was one day after school, somebody was like, hey, this is my guy. He rapped too, you know what I mean? And we both shy. And they like, man, why don't y'all just rap right now, just rap. So after school, we just started busting out our raps we had wrote, we memorized them, you know, all that good stuff. And they went crazy, like, it was really, it was really crazy. <laughs> and uh, it just grew into like this, teenage phenom type thing and that's where my whole legacy started you know what i mean in that in that high school and uh i had the whole high school on lock you know what i mean it was crazy made so much money selling cds and all the way and that's how the that's that's where the birth of skip came from mm, okay all right so you you come from the days of popping the trunk with the cds and all that that's what i'm talking about you know what I mean? that's what it is that's that era baby you already know um so Talk, now, when you tell me that, the first thing that pops in my mind is, okay, so next, you if you come from that era where you popped the trunk, you got the CDs doing your stuff. And now we in a whole new wave of just download internet streaming. Did you Do you find that one was better than the other? How does it affect you with this, the new wave of how things are? Well, they both got their perks for sure, you know what I mean? But I still I still ride out there and pop the trunk and sell my CDs. I just got done selling out my CDs for my new album, you know what I mean? So I'm still on that for sure because you can't replace that, you know what I mean? You can't replace that with, with internet stuff. So it's a, it's a whole generation of people out there who still want, they want to feel it. They want you to yeah. sign it. They still yeah. want it. So yeah. it's still in demand for sure. Yeah, it's still in demand. And uh, what I do is I just try to package it. You know what I mean? Like if you buy the album online and if I can get that digital album sale on iTunes, I'll bring you an autograph CD for free. You know, I do stuff like nice. that. You know what I mean? Just just to drive up the sales and still interact with people face to face. So just exactly. trying to finesse it all. You know what I mean? And not not complain about it, but just capitalize however I can. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That that's important because you're connecting with the people. And a lot yep. of times, like we we lost that in a sense. You know, everybody's yeah. so separated everywhere. Yeah, we could do a track with somebody that's all the way on the other side of the world, right? That's dope that we got that, but you still want that connection because that's how people build yeah. and, and get to know you, you know, from the heart. What what keeps you motivated doing Facts. this? Uh, I think the struggle is probably my defining motivation. You know what I mean? Um, coming up, it was basketball and rap. I mean, it's so cliche for a young black man to, to turn to those two things, but that's just what we what we view as success coming up as a kid when we don't know no better. We look at your Michael Jordans and we look at your Tupacs. You know what I mean? That's what success looked like for a black man. We never really exposed to the Wall Street people and the lawyers and yada, yada. So. That's right. just that's what what motivated me and, and growing up in that poverty stricken upbringing that I had. I just I just always wanted to find a way out. And once I realized that I wasn't really good enough at basketball, I wasn't big enough. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I wasn't tall enough. I started really taking the rap serious because I felt like those were my only two options, considering that I didn't want to go to school. And to this day, you know, what I mean, like just seeing my mom struggle and all this stuff that goes on in, in the communities 
urban community, seeing other people who I never even met personally, you know, struggle, see their social media stories. Like, I just really want to be a, an inspiring person that can motivate the next person and hopefully someday even financially support, you know what I mean, uh, broken families and stuff like that. Mm, okay okay that's that's beautiful that's beautiful and everybody needs some inspiration and we need some role models and some positive role role models out there um so let me ask you this being um do you call yourself an independent artist because sometimes i say in indies sometimes people don't want they might not want to be called that but are you an independent artist yeah for sure okay what challenges do you think you face as an independent artist? I think the only crutch we have as independent artists, because I don't believe in, in too many disadvantages, but some of them are just really evident. And that's like financial backing. And uh, and the only only other thing besides that is having a powerhouse behind you. That's the only two things, only two, you know what I mean, disadvantages we got as independent artists. Anything else we can go out there and get if we work hard enough. But you, some things you just can't replace, you know what I mean? And them having those millions of dollars behind them and them having these, you know, I mean, people in the industry who have crazy big names and connections and relationships like that certain stuff we don't have. And it's going to be hard to to gain that. But I feel like anything else we can accomplish and we can you know, we can we can build over years of hard work. Right. Right. Okay, because, you know. Like being an indie artist is also like kind of like the wave now too, right? Everybody's like, nah, you know, we ain't, you know, we don't need the record labels no more, et cetera. But at the same time, like you just said, you know, that financial backing, if you, if you not, you know, coming with a, a stacks and stacks of yeah. dough in the briefcase with the money, you know what I mean? Sometimes it make it hard for the artist to be able to um, get certain things. Like let's say it's, Oh, Hey, I, I need promo on the radio. Right. That might be a lot of money for that, to, for that to really go down. Or you got to yeah. have the right connection to be able to do that. If somebody's doing a marketing campaign uh, to be able to get a good marketing campaign, it costs a lot of dough to do that. So um, would you sign to a record label if they wanted to sign oh, you. Hell yeah, I sure would. Excuse my language. I definitely would. <laughs> okay, all yeah, right. I'm signing that deal because I've been doing this for 10 plus years, you know what I mean? So I know the advantages of being with a label, but I also know the, the upside to having a great having great negotiation skills and knowing your business yes. and knowing what to accept and what not to accept. You know what I mean? So when I mention deals, a lot of people try to preach to me but it's nothing I haven't already studied or learned from somebody else. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I get, I get, I get the the risk and what people are scared of, mm-hmm. but you, you can't move in fear. You got to just move in knowledge and, and experience in my opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So um, now as far as signing to a label, you know, some people might say, uh, well, if you don't, you don't know your paperwork, you could get jerked, et cetera. And you, you made up, you made a great point because a lot of times people think that the label is jerking them, but it is their job to know the business, to know the paperwork, to have a good lawyer, not have the same lawyer, you know, as somebody else and to have all of that stuff in place. But a record label is also a business, right? So if you got a record label, if I'm a record label, and I say, hey, I'm going to sign you. I have to know that I'm going to get some money out of this too, right? And sometimes right. they might be uh, beneficial to get you to that step and put you in the, um, 
in a situation that you might not have been able to put yourself in. But once you're there, it's up to you to take it from there on how you choose to go with it. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's the difference between go-getters and people who feel like they so talented that the world owes them. Yes. That's the big difference, in my opinion. And when you sign that paper or when you sign that contract or a packet, whatever they give you, it's your job to read through that. Because whatever happens after that, they, they're not wrong. You signed it. You signed you signed your life over to that. You know what I mean? So you got to abide by it. And, and, and no matter how bad it may be, you got to just always remember you signed it. That's, that's just what it is. And then you could have negotiated it. You could have negotiated that. You know what I mean? You get what you negotiate, right? right. <laughs> Absolutely. And now a word from our sponsors. If you are looking for new or used items such as furniture, clothing, appliances, and so much more, then you want to check out JD Cargo Express Thrift Store on 39 North Main Street in Middletown, New York. They are open from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. They also accept donations, which you can drop off at any time during business hours. If you want to check out some nice, new, or lightly used items, such as name brand clothing and other things, then head over to JD Cargo Express Thrift Shop on 39 North Main Street, Middletown, New York. That's JD Cargo Express thrift shop on 39 north street middletown new york and tell them you heard it here on from the ground up Productions. loga ika is a computer graphic design center for animation used for social media websites music videos and also private graphic design for book covers logos and many more design services to assist enhancing the client's brand you can find logo kika on instagram at L-O-G-O-I-K-A dot G-F-X. You talked about struggles, the struggles growing up, right? Growing up? Yeah. What were the struggles you had growing up? Oh, man. Um, dealing with so much death at a young age. Like I said, we, we were, I was raised in poverty. Like, definitely, like, no food in the refrigerator. Um, no car. My man had no car. We had to figure it out, ride the bus. Like so much stuff, man, just your typical poverty stricken black family, you know what I mean? And and in my family, alcohol like was really was really a big problem. There's a lot of alcoholics in my family. My, my uncle just died from it. You know what I mean? Like and it's been continuous throughout the years. You know, uh, man, any struggle you could think of as a black family, we went through that. You know what I mean? So seeing that and then still seeing it affect us to this day. Even though we we've conquered some of it financially, like it, it left it left a burden on us mentally, you know what I mean? And it and right. it, 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 it bothered our, our soul, our internal. So a lot of like stress and worries and being scared that we're gonna go back to that, you know what I mean? So people think that the struggle don't affect you over the years, but it does for sure. Absolutely. And you know what? It's crazy you say that because I I got that's something I got in common with you as far as a lot of alcoholics in the family, the struggle. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us got that struggle of not having no food because, you know, the generation before us was was fighting for something different than what we're fighting for now. They was fighting for us to be in the position that we're in now. And now we're fighting for something a little bit different. But that what people don't understand is alcoholism is deep and, and sometimes people want to just think that it's all about other drugs but that alcohol is is that mm. I, I know exactly 
what you're talking about when you speak about that and how it can affect you. So I, I relate. Yeah. yeah. I'm just grateful to have, to have been raised regardless of all the messed up stuff going on in our family. Like it was always love. So I always felt love, you know, and that's what helped keep me mentally right to where I can, I can have this conversation with y'all and sound like I know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Sound like I got some kind of knowledge, some kind of sense. It's because I was raised in love, even though it was nice. all kind of other stuff going on. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know, because when you when you see that, you got a lot of people who who have these same struggles and come out different. You know, they don't come out. They come out right. not trying to progress forward or they actually take on those struggles as a badge of honor. And they keep that going on and they right. pass that down to their kids who pass it down to their kids. So to see you say, you know what, this was my struggle Psycho. and I'm going to come out of it and do something better. It's, you know, this is what it, it's, that's the good stuff about understanding your struggle and growing from it. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's a process. It's a process. Cause I ain't going to sit here and act like I've been like this the whole time. You know what I mean? It's a grow. it's a process and it's all about growth. Absolutely. And it's not what you go through is what you get through. That's my main thing. I say that all the time. As long, long as we making it through that and we doing better, that's all that matters. Let's talk about a little bit. Let's jump into like your music now. Um, now, to my understanding, did you perform alongside certain artists like Mystical and Too Short and Tony Braxton? Talk to us about that. Yeah, I, I've, I've done a show with DMX too. All right, rest his soul, you know what I mean? I heard the mm. same yeah, That's for sure. I've, I've done That's a show a... with him before. I've done sh I've done shows with all the artists you've seen. I've done shows with them. The only person that I, I that I made music with that was on that list was Ron Fest. Uh, he's actually on my new album, and we actually got the video to that song dropping on Wednesday. So that's the only artist yeah. I've actually made music with. The rest of them I've done shows with, I've toured with. You know what I mean? Babyface and all that, right? Yeah, because Babyface from my hometown, that's the person I did some tour dates with. Nice. I actually I actually performed with him out in Philadelphia. Now, now, that, now that I think about it. Oh, you did? That's oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Yo, so you, baby face and you actually got to perform with the artist your mother had you growing up listening to. Right. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope, man. I got to hear this. <laughs> That's hey, hey. Wow, that's 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 big. And you know she was front row rapping every word he had to say. <laughs> that's how it should be, moms. Yeah. She already know. Because yeah. <laughs> listen, yeah. you wouldn't be there if it wasn't for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. She exposed you to that. And that's facts, definitely. Um, not to go into this, you know, because I it's a hurtful thing. We we are losing so many um artists. And we spoke about alcoholism yeah, and uh, drug addiction and all of these different things. Uh, and I just feel like it's it's in everybody's family. You know, I don't care what color you are or whatever. Yeah. Everybody got somebody in their family that's struggling with sub substance abuse. And yeah. um, I, I'm just... I, how do we work and deal with that? Like right now, losing DMX is a uh, it's it's very difficult. I mean, I shed tears, and I and I still was trying to have faith, no matter what. Like, nah, you know, he's gonna pull through because sometimes some some things feel so unrealistic. Right. How right. do you with with this situation? How do you deal with 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 uh, stuff like this. And cause you was on it, you, you performed on the same stage as DMX. So uh, yeah. how was that uh, hitting you at this moment? 
it's crazy in all honesty because like you said we some some people we just never we never envisioned that the same for kobe bryant the same for nipsey hustle mm-hmm. like when these things happen you just like what like nah that that don't even make sense like but at the same time i've lost so many people that i know you know what i mean death is so sudden and shocking and inevitable i know this you know what i mean and i also know that we as artists aren't invincible we're not yes. you know what i mean we're gonna go through the same thing as everybody else so um when i heard that news of dmx though like like anybody else i was shocked you know what i mean uh but once the shock wore out i'm like man that, that's tough like he's been battling that for a long time and it's a blessing that he was able to make it all through all these years with those addictions you know what i mean but god rest his soul the same like nipsey hustle is what hurt me the most i shed a tear behind nipsey because that's that's the, that's my generation you know what i mean like I, i'll be honest i was a kid I ain't really listened to DMX that much. I wasn't around for those years, but your Kobe Bryant's and your Nipsey Hussles, you know, I was around for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it definitely affects us as artists a whole lot because, you know, that, that's where we want to be. And just to see that people got to go through those struggles, people getting killed behind their power, people overdosing off of their depression and, you know, uh, addictions. Like it's definitely something that's, that's a problem for sure. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, it's, it's it's a you you could talk about it as a, if you you try to talk about it, you try to get it to people to understand what that what is what it does to people. But just seeing it is still difficult. No matter how how much you talk about it, it's still a difficult conversation. You know, absolutely. Yeah, it is. It absolutely. is. So now turning it on a brighter uh, brighter note here. Um, you won album of the year, right? In 2020? Yeah. Talk to us about that. Talk to us about that. Yeah. I, uh, my, it's actually my first time charting on iTunes was uh my album in the end of 2019. I think it was November November of 2019. I dropped an album called You For You, which was basically just about black empowerment. You know what I mean? Just us not, not uh, running to the streets so easily. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically what You For You was about. As, as a black culture, I feel like sometimes we overpraise the street life and um it was just me talking to my students because i work i work in a school system part-time just talking to them like look i know this this look like what's cool this look like what's hot but just be you i don't think nobody's born a gangster nobody's born a thug it's influences that make us go that route sometimes you know struggle and depression and whatnot may make us go that route but yeah that album was my first itunes charting album and um yeah i won an award midwest fleek award 2020 album of the year Absolutely. Congratulations to you for that. See, that's what I'm talking about. Putting in that work, putting in that work, and it's paying off, yo. So definitely congratulations to you um, for that. Um, So right now, what are you promoting and what are you pushing right now so that people know what you got going on? Yeah, so during this pandemic, I didn't drop three albums. This is my third album since July. Oh, (laughs) wow. This album is called King of India. You put in that word. (laughs) (laughs) And every album hit the iTunes charts, man. Uh, King of Indiana is the top 15 album on iTunes. Uh, The Ghetto Mr. Rogers, which was probably the most successful one during the pandemic. I think that hit number 12 on iTunes charts. Um, Yeah, so I'm pushing King of Indiana. Uh, Like I said, I'll be dropping the music video for me and Ron Fest's song, which is featured on the King of Indiana album. Uh, So I'll be pushing the video next week, you know what I mean? Probably for like a few months, you know, you got you got to push your single for a little longer, you know what I mean? Yes. So we're pushing 
the King of Indiana album and the song Fix Your Crown featuring Rhyme Fest, Allison Victoria. Nice, wow, nice, up. nice. Now, are you going to be doing any shows? I know like some people are still working. I know we're in a pandemic, but they're opening up little by little. Are you out there? Yeah. Are you going to be doing any shows? Yeah, I just performed for the NCAA March Madness, which was here in Indianapolis. Um, oh, nice. I just did that recently. Okay. Yeah, so that was dope. And uh, I'm trying to go on tour. I know it's a lot of tours about to get started back up here here this summer. So I'm trying to find a tour to, you know, to jump on. Uh, that's that's one of my dreams is to go on a full tour. I've done tour dates, but I've never actually been on a full tour. You know what I mean? Oh. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay. All right. That's what I'm talking about. That's what's up. So listen, well, let us know when you go on tour so we can follow you. All right. <laughs> we know what's going on. <laughs> Is there anything? Anyway, before oh, you sorry, go, yeah. yeah, I got, I watched your video, the sundown town, I believe it's called, right? And I yes, see sir. you had the, uh, you know, the flag in your, I hate that. <laughs> now in one of your, in the song you mentioned having, having to have a gun because of the Ku, Ku Klux Klan out there. Is it really that bad out in Indiana with dealing with them, the Ku Klux Klan? Or don't, you know. On the outskirts of Indianapolis. Yeah, like, yeah, these sundown towns are real, man. And the thing about it is we're raised in, in urban Indianapolis, which is like the inner cities near downtown. So usually when you're raised in that environment, you don't usually leave outside of that environment in Indiana. You may travel to Philadelphia, but in Indiana, you don't usually leave because ain't nothing else out there. Indianapolis is the only big market in Indiana. So we don't usually go to the sundown towns, but if you ever like maybe a UPS driver, maybe I don't know what you do, Sometimes you got to go out there if that it may be a part of your job or whatever. And it is definitely in effect for sure. Like you definitely got to watch your back in some of these cities in, in Indiana. It's really that bad. Mm, wow. Damn, I, I didn't know that. And that's crazy because they don't talk about that in America like they're supposed to. You know, they hide that shit. <laughs> no, nah, it's definitely it's definitely prominent. I feel like we see the evidence every day, but you're right. They don't talk about it, but we see it for sure. Mm -hmm. We see it. And it's, you know, and the best part about it is good to rap, you rapping and talking about it because a lot of rappers, we talk yeah. about killing each other, but we don't ever talk about these cl these clan members doing it to us, you know, and what they do to our yeah. people because we're too busy glorifying what we do to each other. That's a fact. It's a big fact. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So listen, is there anything that we did not actually cover that you want the people to know? Um, no, nah, I've really enjoyed the interview. I just encourage everybody to check out King of Indiana, check out the ghetto Mr. Rogers, you know what I mean? Uh, just check out the music, support independent music. And if you can, uh, your favorite independent artists buy their music rather than just streaming. If you really enjoy an artist and they're independent and you know that you should, you should buy their music. I know the That's streaming thing is new and all, but you should definitely spend that five, six, $10 just to support the next person who may need that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how can, where can people get and support your music? Where do you want them to go? So give all of that information in your, in your um, social handles. Yeah. Uh, Officialskip.com, which is official S K Y P P.com is my website. Uh, S K Y P P 317 is my Twitter and Instagram. You really can just Google S K Y P P and everything will pop up for you. Cause I'm like the only S K Y P P that's doing, you know, music or anything like that. So, yeah, check me out for sure. All right. Do you have any shout outs? 
yeah, shout out to the producers of the uh, King of Indiana album and the Ghetto Mr. Roger, Rogers album, Shiny D, uh, Jason Bain, Joey French, Zero the Composer. Um, shout out to all the people that featured on the songs. You know, shout out to Shadowcat, Night Suns, Rhyme Fest for hopping on the album. Yeah, just much love and thanks to everybody who helps progress, you know, my, my music career. Absolutely. Big shout out to you. Listen, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate you. Everything you got going on. Make sure that you know that from the ground up is a second home, especially for independent artists. Um, we want to make sure that we are here to provide a platform and be supportive to what you got going on. Thank you for the work that you're putting back. You said you in them schools, talking to them kids. Very important. We need leaders out there in our community. Well, it doesn't matter. When I say our community, I'm talking about us as a people. It don't matter what state you're in because we yep. all go through the same thing and we all got the same struggle. So keep doing your thing with that too because that is very much needed. And I just want to, again, thank you for coming on. So without further ado, we about to leave out but before we leave out we're gonna play your joint real quick y'all and make sure y'all check him out follow him on all his social media platforms yep. and support that brother go on itunes spotify any other one you want to tell him to go to make sure mm -hmm. y'all go there and purchase it any other spots because you know some people everybody got different places where they go yeah you can go anywhere apple music spotify pandora um you can buy music on iTunes, Amazon, and Bandcamp. That's really the only places you can buy music nowadays, but it's everywhere. You know what I mean? It's everywhere. Do you sell it on your website? Uh, my website, no, but I do have a Bandcamp site that I sell all my music. I got vinyl uh, available for purchase on there also. So, yeah. Oh, nice, nice. All, all right. right. That's what's up. All right. So, listen, why don't you go ahead and introduce this joint that you gave us, and we're going to get up out of here. We're going to play that on the way out. What's good, world? I go by the name of Skip, and you about to check out my song from my album, King of Indiana. This record is called Divine Rights of Kings. Enjoy. All right, y'all. Let's get it. Come on. Being raw like tap water. Pay me for a verse. I'll make it slap harder. My dog caught a case. Now I trap smarter. Sharp as a black marker. Rocking the crown, but the shit I drink a tad darker. I get up in it and give her feeling she can't harbor. We never had fathers. Still learning some basic values on malnutrition mentally. Brain food on Al2. Trying to bring some change. Feel like I'm chasing a wild goose. Corny ass OGs bringing dope around the youth. Ain't no rules. Street shit was never childproof. Shorty sold 100 pounds. Weigh 100 pounds too. That's a number he can't even count to. Sound cool, don't it? Words from below the earth's turf sound plutonic in this music industry you allow two moments your rise and your fall now let's see who won it ain't no slave shit here every master yeah 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 that's what it is that's what it is listen that was dope spitting knowledge you know what i'm saying <laughs> i love content very very important yeah. very very important not just to hit on him you know doing whatever you actually saying stuff and that's so important so once again we want to thank you for coming on the show all right um and we'll see you soon brother we'll be looking out for what you got going on thank y'all for having me from the ground up from the ground up There's only one way to go from here.